knowing that growth comes from being uncomfortable. And once you start the process, right, you find your groove and you're like, okay, I got this. You take one more step and one more step and then you you get into it and then that becomes your new normal almost. You're like, oh yeah, this is way easier than I thought. Now I'm out there, I'm doing it. Welcome back to the Trav Says Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and this is the podcast that is obsessed with all things travel. Welcome back to the show. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron. What's up? What's up, guys? What's crack a lacking? We are healthcare travelers, entrepreneurs, and world travelers about to take a year off to go travel the world, and we currently are leaving in 49 days. Holy crap. But who's counting? I, I mean, we've been counting for no, we- the last 14... 14- 14, 15 months. (laughs) We literally have like a countdown on our whiteboard. What's really funny about that story though, in a way, is when we came back from New Zealand after, during, like when COVID first started, we realized this thing was serious. We were, you know, we were taking our podcast on the road with us. We had plans to travel the world for a year. And so when we came back, I don't know if you remember, but when we came back to Chico to take the contract, like re-sign up and and work throughout the uh, pandemic... We were just like, oh, it'll be seven, eight weeks. We'll be back on the road. So like our podcast, we were just kind of like, what do you call it? Like um, like filling in the gaps before yes. we got on the road. And we yeah. just kept saying like, you know, we're going to be traveling for the year. We're going to be traveling for the year. And now here we are 15 months later, literally saying 49 days and our tickets are booked. Yeah. Well, because when we, like one of the reasons why we first started the podcast, because we're like, oh, it'll be so fun. We'll take people on the road <laughs> with us. We'll talk about... All the things traveling years, for a year, our stories on the road, our lessons, like everything. And then we never like actually did it. So we were, sometimes we find ourselves like, what should we even like talk right. about? Right. We've had the all time vision to literally, the, the most fun part about this podcast is literally the thought of being in another city across the world and taking you guys with us on everything that comes about traveling the world for a year. So I do feel like we've been treading water for 15 months. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But we're officially getting ready to go. Like, even today, just like in all transparency, we're like, okay, like, what do you want to talk about? There was what nothing. What do we talk about? Yeah, there was nothing specific that we, because re- there's times that we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk about this. We have all the things we want to share. And then today, we're just like, what do you really want to talk about? Like, there was really nothing that I was like super like stoked to talk about. And. In the Facebook group, in our Facebook group, Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs, there's been a lot of chat with brand new people coming into the group, dreamers, that haven't started traveling yet, but have fears around leaving their full-time jobs. And if it's the right move, if it's not, you know, what are the pros and cons? And just the fears around stepping out and changing your life and changing your job and getting out of your routine and all of that. Is scary, and you know we've been doing this now for for nine years, and I we forget what that feels like. It kinda. Well, but we're talking about leaving your job, right? Your full time safe job to go traveling, but it applies really to anything. I mean, we're getting ready to, you know, we just started a brand new business. We're about to go travel the world. Like I think it's anytime you have a big transition and you're you're getting out of your comfort zone and trying something new, there's always going to be fears there, and so. 
that's kind of what we want to talk about. And it's a great topic. And it's one that I actually really love talking about because like you did, you you said it, that we sometimes forget what that's like, but it is a reoccurring door that keeps popping up. And then especially having the Travel Life Freedom and Scubs group, we have a lot of dreamers in there, a lot of people that want to travel. And so we do see this consistently and it is a topic that I actually love talking about too. So let's do it. Let's do it. Quick backpack update before we get in, just real quick. Yeah. Super quick. So we were, I I think we talked about this last week, but we were going to head to Vancouver to be in the photo shoot. We're going to be the models for our own brand, which is like a duh moment. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) But we were going to book our tickets and there might be... A so Canada still has travel restrictions in place, and so they're only allowing essential travelers in. And so we were hoping to find out for sure tomorrow, but we're still waiting to see if we would be considered because we are going for business. Uh, we're just trying to make sure that if we do go, that we're not going to be turned away at the border because that would really suck. Yeah. So we're not sure if we're going to be able to go or not, which I'm really bummed because I was excited to get on an airplane. Slash, obviously excited for the photo shoot, but even more just like excited to go to Vancouver. I, I love, love it. Vancouver. I love it. It's like one of my favorite cities. And what a cool place to shoot backpack photos. I it's, mean, it's literally quintessential everything. It's everything. Like it's hiking, hi- town, food, everything. Everything we love. Yeah. So we will we'll let you know on that. Fingers crossed we'll get to go. But on the backpack and... front itself, they're wrapping up the uh, actual first order of bulk order of backpacks is being finished either, gosh, it's definitely this week and our inspection is scheduled for this week. And once that passes, then it will be on a boat and heading over. And it could be anywhere from 45 to 60 days before it ends up at Amazon. That's crazy. I was just telling Aaron, I really wanted to, so our manufacturer is in China. So that's where are like, that's where they are. So that's where they're making the bags. And we, we really want to go to the manufacturing place and like meet the people. And cause you've only talked to them through Skype and all that and go and meet everybody and see the bags in person. I came home from my run this morning. I'm like, babe, I really think that, do you, do you think we can just like get on a plane and like go to China? Like right now? Like, why not? Like, let's just go so that we can actually go see them before they're even released. But you weren't really like a fan. No, I mean, I'm a fan. I mean, but that's a pretty big logistical... Just jump over to China real quick. Come on. I mean, I'm down if there was like... If there was some like cool flight that we could rack up like our elite points. First class. You know, and just get those elite points going. Kind of like the Karen Nate style. Oh, yeah. If you guys don't know, side note, Karen and Nate are like our favorite YouTubers and they, they start, they were taking a year to go travel. They kind of inspired us to do that, but they started five years ago. They've been traveling ever since, but the, initially they were just taking a year. So in order, while they were planning in order to rack up tons of miles, which when you rack up miles, like that's how we got our first class ticket to Rome and you get all these like special but, but on the flight miles. miles, you get even more perks because you're actually flying the miles with that airline. So that's when you get into the lounges right. and all that kind of stuff, which is a totally different tier of benefit. Yeah. 
So basically, he flew back and forth. Was it from Brazil to uh, China like five times? Yeah, and he just like he that's all he did for like a week straight because they were doing really cheap tickets. So he just basically flew back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and like got them to a certain level. Yeah, I was like that would be my dream. Well, that's he, my he, dream. He did that, and that's how he found Casey Neistat, which then led to him telling Kara about it, which then led to their vlog, which now led to their two point two million subscribers. Craziest, most, I guess you'd say, influential travel YouTubers. couple on YouTube. Yeah. See, everything happens for a reason. It's nuts. Right? Oh. Then he just started binging him on the plane. Yep. That is, I love that story. It kind of goes into the story let's today, to too. China. You know, like just jumping in and doing something. All right. So let's get into that. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Again, like we said, we've been doing this for nine years. So we are in a completely different mindset when it comes to the whole idea of leaving your full-time job and starting to travel. Because we can be like, yeah, duh, of course do it. It's the best decision you'll make. You're going to love it. Who cares? Take the leap. Go for it. Because we're in it, right? And we Well, know, we have the hindsight to prove what it did for us. Right. We can look back and be like, of course it's going to work out. Of course it's worth it. But going back to that moment when we first decided to travel and remembering like how much overwhelm we felt and how there were lots of fears, you know, because we were leaving everything behind and everything that we knew and everything that was like within our safe little bubble. And there's a lot of uncertainties, whether that's a good idea or not. And so I can remember what that feels like. But now I can look back and be like, oh my God, girl, you have nothing to worry about. Like your life is about to change for the best. Like just freaking go for it. Well, I remember, I remember, and we've told this story many a times, but I don't know if we've told it in this fashion, but literally I remember when Kim came home uh, from going into work and telling me about travel and just feeling that sense of excitement of like, she found, she found the, the it that we've been looking for. She found the way that we can hit the refresh button, start over, and start driving our lives in the way that we really wanted it to go. And so we just went full bore into it. I mean, we did our list of pros and cons. We've talked about that, about how literally there was just like one pro and it was because our hearts want this. Um, the rest of the cons were like, the con list was like through the roof. Well, it's, it's funny because I was having a conversation with somebody in the Facebook group and her, so it was in a thread, like a comment thread. And somebody said, you know, I've always thought about traveling, but I just have so many fears around it. And so I responded to her and I was just like, I, I totally hear you, friend, like same place, but like best decision I've ever made. You know, we had so many cons. It made no sense for us to start traveling, but we knew in our hearts that we had to go for it. So we did. And then somebody said, well, can I ask you what your cons were? Because... I, I keep going through the pros and cons and I don't really have that many cons, but it still feels scary. So it's funny. So I was like writing out, I was like, sure, let me tell you. And I'm writing out the cons and I was like, we had zero dollars. We had no savings. We had a house that we, we chose to sell because that's, we didn't want to worry about it, but we were selling it in just a really shitty market. And we thought we were going to like make money on the sale. Yeah. Like we're going to make like so much money. And realize very quickly that not only were we not going to make any money, but we had to cash out our 401k. To put $14,000 into the house just to sell it. Right. Just to sell the house. Not even. Right. And, you know, we were at, and again, another con was 
it's a very different time now, but then there wasn't any other like groups that travel groups that we knew about our mentors or anyone that we could just ask questions to where they could say, Hey guys, I know you're feeling nervous, but this is what travel life is. And it's going to be an incredible experience. And there are jobs and like all this stuff. Like we didn't have anybody to kind of walk us through the process. There was no traveler school, right? There was no course walking you through step by step. No Facebook, like social groups and mentors and influencers or anything. Right. So we were going in blind and we just had no idea. Like there was so much risk because we also didn't know anyone else who was traveling. So there was a huge chance in our minds that we could have taken this first contract in Atlanta and after that, it could have been over. And so we were giving up these jobs that at the time were like coveted jobs. And we had been doing really well. I mean, I had been climbing the ladder within IR. I was the lead of IR. I was young. Like I had all these things going for me. We had, It was like a family there. I mean, we literally almost grew up with these people. Like the director was at our wedding. We met at that hospital. I mean, we built our lives. Our friend group was within that hospital. Yeah. I mean, it was everything. And it was, if we were deciding to leave, which again, everybody told us not to leave because they're like, don't, what are you guys doing? Like traveling? That sounds scammy. You know, you guys are like leaving these jobs behind. And it wasn't like, oh, cool. Like go, you know, test the waters. And if it doesn't work out, you guys have jobs here. Because that just, the jobs were too competitive, that people were waiting. As soon as we left, there was somebody ready to roll right in. And so I'm like writing all these cons and it was like, it almost brought me back of like, wow, like it's now it's, you know, we look back and we're like, of course it worked out. But at the time, we really didn't know if it was going to work out and we didn't have any money, which is was the scariest part for us. Because it's not like we could be like, well, whatever, we'll just come back and, you know, we'll get an apartment and then we can kind of like, you know, try to find different jobs, whatever. It was like, we really didn't have a safety net at all. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the one pro was like that gut feeling that, you know, if you're listening and you've ever had that before, where it's just like, you know, like it's just a feeling in you that you just know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. You can't really you know, put your finger on exactly, but you had that feeling of just like, I have to do this. I have to go for this. I got to give it a shot. And that's what we had. That was the only thing that we had. And we were like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Like you only live once. The life that we're living right now is not our dream life. It's not what we designed, like what we dreamed of what we thought, how we thought we were going to live our lives. So it can't get any worse. And so let's take a shot and just go for it. We're in this together and like, let's do the damn thing. Right. And I, I actually, when, when Kim, you know, was telling me about this topic, uh, the first thing that came to mind was, was literally the, the thought that there's a reason that you're feeling the way you're feeling. There's a reason that you're even looking into travel, whether you're clear on what that reason is or not the bottom line is there's there's something inside of you that's telling you this isn't right this isn't what i'm supposed to be doing i should go try this out there's something pushing you in that direction we weren't even really clear on what that was we just knew it was there and we knew that if we didn't give it a shot it would be in a more painful place to be personally than if we just settled into our job. So we knew that we had to go for it 
And we knew that we had the strength to figure out what the next step was. And in a way, when I did my pros and cons, the one thing I started thinking of was I don't like the way that things are going now. So if I leave and traveling doesn't work out, I am clear on how I do want to live my life. And so maybe I can get back on track and find it in a way that maybe it wasn't through traveling, but it could be through another door. Because once you open that door and walk through that door and follow that voice inside of you, things do open up. And that's the one thing that I can tell you from my experience, things that we never even knew possible opened up because we walked through that first door. And so just really understanding that, in my opinion, that voice that's telling you, that's talking to you right now, that could be triggering right now as I'm talking, that voice is the most powerful and that voice guides you to the next, next right action, no matter what. Yeah. A hundred percent, like learning to trust that. And you may not know the how, but know that you're going, it's going to lead you exactly where you need to go. And so it's not always, you know, so we always say like, it's this or something better, right? Because of course we are obsessed with travel. We love travel. It's changed our lives and in all of the ways. And even kind of going back just a little bit, you know, because it's not, our lives at that time, because if anyone hasn't heard like the whole story, it's not that we were, you know, in this miserable place, but we were very self-aware enough and we had lots of conversations about what we wanted for ourselves and our lives and our marriage and everything. And we were kind of got caught up in that whole, just going through the motions of, okay, now we're married. Okay, cool. Let's buy the house. Okay, cool. We've got these great jobs. Okay, cool. Let's buy the, you know, the furniture and like whatever. And we were kind of just going through it. Of like, I guess this is what you do, right? And then, you know, next would come kids. And it's like, we were, we would always, one thing Aaron and I were always really good at is just sitting and talking and dreaming and like getting clear on like what we really wanted. And it took us getting honest about the fact that, hey, this, this life would, is not, how I thought it was going to feel. And that was a weird conversation too, because we were just married and it was like that. I remember trying to dance around it. It's not that like, it's our relationship. It's everything on the outside. Like we were always solid. It was never about, Oh, I'm unhappy with being. Yeah. Like, so yeah, right. Cause it was like, we had our friends and we had our family, had each other. And it was like, that part was solid and it felt good. But all the other stuff where we wanted more freedom, we wanted to take more time to travel. We always knew we wanted to work for ourselves. Like the jobs we were doing were, were okay, but they weren't like our dream jobs. Right. So it was like having all these types of conversations of like, well, what do we want our life to look like? And it wasn't what we had created. So traveling was that opportunity to completely reboot our lives and change it. And so traveling was the first step. And luckily for us, we loved it and it changed our lives forever. And here we are nine years later, still talking about like the power of travel and how it can change your life. But that might not always be the case. Right. And I think that's what I was saying is like, if you listen to that feeling, it will lead you exactly where you need to go. And maybe it might look a little bit different. Maybe it takes you down this wild and crazy road, but knowing it's exactly where you need to go. And if you do get on the road and you just, if you're good, if you have the feeling right now, like, okay, I really want to travel. I want to leave my job, but I'm not really sure. And you take the leap and you just go for it. The only way you're ever going to know if it's right for you is to do it. You can 
listen to this podcast. You can talk to other travelers. Yeah, you can take traveler school. You can watch all the videos we've done. But you're never actually going to know until you just fucking do it. Like, you have to do it. And if you don't like it, the worst case scenario, you come back and it might look different. But you come back or you settle down somewhere else and you get a full-time job and and you kind of get back into the group, but you can check the box saying, you know what, I gave it a try and it wasn't for me, but now I can kind of put that chapter behind me and trust that I'm exactly where I need to be now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I mean, again, like going into travel, not usually, I, I, I mean, I don't like putting a percentage on it, but the majority of travelers, especially in radiology, unless you're coming from the Bay Area, are going to make more money than you make working full-time. That's just that's just how it is. So you have more money coming in, which could potentially lead to, lead to more resources, more time off, more ways to, you know, you work a couple contracts, you feel like it doesn't work for you, you come back home, you have a little bit of a nest egg to kind of play around with and kind of figure out your next step. So it's not like you're going into travel and you're going to lose money because then that's a little less of a safety net, which I thought was a really cool thing when we started traveling because... It was way more money coming from Florida. We literally made double what we were making. One person made what both of us were making and then some uh, working call and, you know, 40, 50 hours a week in Jacksonville. We were doing that as travelers with one salary, literally just working 40 hours. Mm -hmm. So it gave us more of a nest egg. We were able to climb out a lot of a lot of that debt that we had at the beginning and start to see positive returns. And so we did realize right there, well, if we could string this along a little bit farther, we could end up in the plus. And if this doesn't work out, at least come back with, you know, a better financial situation than when we left. Yeah. So that was one thing that we noticed early on within the first contract, like, wow, okay. Now, is there another contract that we could do? Yes, there is. Right. Oh, there's another contract. Oh my gosh, this contract we're working at Stanford and we're opened up to a whole new world of radiology and a whole new world of, of how to do things in the hospital. Wow, I kind of like this avenue. And those things happen and they happen to everybody. I mean, every traveler we talk to has some pre and post travel story of like what they saw on their travel road that led to where they are now. Right. And you may not be travelers for nine years like Aaron and I where our ultimate goal was to get out of the medical field to have our own business you know to to be location independent right like that might not be your story but you could start traveling and find your dream job find your dream city meet meet a partner right meet your future person like there's so many things that can come out of it so if you ever if you have that feeling in that pull it's safe to trust yourself to know that it's leading you for a reason and that will reveal itself no matter what that ends up looking like. Yeah. No, Even if no. that means you come home. Right. Right. But it's, it's like you, you, you might end up coming back home, but that's already where you are now. Right. That's already where you are. So it's really not that scary if you think worst case scenario I leave my full-time job, I get on the road, it's not for me or whatever, or maybe you have a good route, but you decide, hey, I did it for a year, I want to come back home. The worst case scenario is you just circle all the way back to where you already are right now. Like, what is there really to lose? Right. Life's too short. You might not have the same job or the same house or the same apartment, but you can find all of those things. And it'll probably, in, in my opinion, 
If you keep that positive mind frame, which is something that, that Kim and I always stress on, that we have our faith that tells us that we are being guided in the right direction, that it's this or something better. And it's basically, you're going to take that year and you're going to grow as a person. You're going to gain skills that you never thought you had. So when you do come back, you are going to be, in, in my opinion, I would say 99% of the time, you're going to be a person that is able to figure all those things out. You're going to be standing a lot higher. You're going to have a lot more experiences on your, on your, you know, your belt to be able to be like, wow, like, I saw that experience and now I'm coming into this with a totally different perspective and things might look completely different than where they do now. And that is a gain. It might not be a financial gain. It might not be, you know, you have all these things or whatever, but you have that, like, what am I trying to say? The, the, the chutzpah or the, the, the backing to just be like, wow, I went and did this. Get confidence. Yeah, confidence. For sure. And those things, you can't put a money value on those, but I think they're the most important thing. And traveling really does build that up. It builds up your confidence. It builds up your stamina, your way to be like, I can make these decisions fast. I can I can step outside my comfort zone. I can do all the and that being right more there. Flexible. Being more flexible, go with the flow. I, I mean literally those life skills are priceless to yeah. me. Yeah. No, they are. And I was just going to say something really good and I completely just lost my train of thought. Oh no. I do have a filler story that I actually wanted to say why you think of it because I didn't know where it fit into this podcast, but it's something that I wanted to tell and it was back when we first started this podcast. Oh, I just remember. Go ahead. No, because it's really quick and then you can tell your story. Because I think that if you're on the fence right now and you're going through it and you're like, I'm nervous to leave my job or I'm nervous, whatever. This, that's normal, right? Anytime we do anything major or anything different or we get out of our comfort zone, you're going to be nervous, right? There's a lot of overwhelm. There's things you got to figure out. You got to tell the people you're leaving. You have to pack. You have to figure out what you're taking with you. Find a job. I mean, yes, there's a lot of moving parts. Traveler school can help you walk through that process, right? To really give you that step-by-step. So just like shameless plug there, but it really does help, I think, give direction. Mm-hmm. But knowing that, Growth comes from being uncomfortable. And once you start the process, right, you find your groove and you're like, okay, I got this. You take one more step and one more step and then you, you get into it and then that becomes your new normal almost. You're like, oh yeah, this is way easier than I thought. Now I'm out there, I'm doing it. And now you're like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone in different ways. And each time you're growing a little bit more and you're getting a little bit more confident and you're getting a little bit more... Um, kind of open, yeah, right? And so just kind of, it's almost that limbo of the back and forth of it. Should I do it? Should I not? The anticipation is almost quote unquote scarier than actually just committing and then diving in and getting into it and be like, okay, here we go. And then you start to feel more comfortable in the actual steps of it all. And I can tell you one thing personally, and I don't know if you feel this way, but I, looking back at all of our crazy changes and and we're always in this, within this nine years, we've jumped into so many things that have been new to us Mm -hmm. and we never have a problem jumping ever. It's usually a month or two into it. I start to feel like that's when you're really thinking about it and you're thinking about how I'm going to get this stuff done and the, the creative idea and the push and the feeling of uncomfortability around that comfort zone is something that I thrive in and I love that and I just push through that as, as, as fast as I can where I lack 
And where it catches up with me is later on down the road, the fears start to set in. And so for me, like even now with us launching this backpack and 49 days until we start traveling the world, I'm starting to get nervous and starting to feel the anxiety of, okay, like how's all this going to come together? How are we going to do this? How are we going to, you know, maneuver through all of these things? Do we have enough time on the road to figure out the things that are going to happen in the business? And so all those fears naturally set in no matter what it is that you're doing that's different. And I use that example because the jumping to travel was literally, I look back in nine years and I'm like, oh yeah, we just jumped in the car and we did it. But there wasn't, there was a lot of fears. There was a lot of things that came up and now I'm, I'm feeling it now with our new mission, even though this new direction is the one that I've been searching for since even before we started traveling. This is the end goal that I've wanted in my whole life is to be able to work for myself and travel the world with my partner and like do all of the, be location independent. But now that it's right in front of me, I'm feeling the most nerves I've ever felt. Yeah, because it's a huge, huge, huge leap. And even though people like, what are you ner- like, what are you nervous about? You guys are like traveling the world. You started this business. Right. Like, and again, it's good stuff. Like it's good nerves. There's not, it's not like, you know, second guessing or this and that, but we're still doing something very different, very new. We've never traveled for a year period, like uh, it continuously. We are not only just going to travel, but we're launching a brand new business. So we're going to be running the business, which is brand new to us and it's product based. So it's not like our course where we can just, you know, jump on and kind of do what we need to do from our computer. We have to, you know, with inventory and and talking to manufacturers and like all the things that come with that. And so managing that, wanting to do YouTube, wanting, you know, how are we going to be able, or do we have time to do everything? Like, are we going to be able to do it all? What's it really going to be like living on the road nonstop for one year? So, you know, it's all exciting, but it doesn't mean, it's not our normal. So there are nerves that come up with it, but we're 49 days out. So I can guarantee you in the podcast, you know, five months from now, wherever we are, I feel like we're going to be like, okay, we're going to be finding our flow. And the the last thing I wanted to say, because this just popped in, but like whenever you're doing something new, there's always this transitional period too. So with, when you start healthcare traveling, there's a transitional period where it feels kind of crazy and chaotic. And and you're like, what am I doing? What am I doing? It feels so unnatural because it's not what you've been used to doing. Same thing with traveling. When we went off to Southeast Asia it was amazing, but it took a little bit to get acclimated, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we were like, we're on the other side of the world and we've never done this. And we both got sick and you know, blah, blah, blah. And it like took a little bit of adjusting. But then once you move out of that transition zone, you're like, oh yeah, okay, okay, I got this. And then you start to get into that new normal routine, right? Yeah. And so, but yes, going into this, it's exciting AF, mm-hmm. AF. Yeah. But doesn't mean we're not nervous. Well, right. And I think when you when you group everybody's story, whatever your story is, whatever our story is, however we can relate to it, the, the words might be different. The way it looks might be different. But I, it's all wrapped up in the fear of failure. That's what it's wrapped up in, really. I mean, if you really look at it. So again, that's where our faith in our, you know, in, in our higher power um, we say God, whatever that word is, is for you, whatever you connect to. But like our faith in God 
is what drives us through those scary periods because we always say that that inner voice, that voice that is pushing me right now is the voice of God that is literally leading me in the direction that I need to explore. And I will have the the strength and the know-how to maneuver that and I will adjust to whatever comes about because this is my next step. And so when you have that faith that it's this or something better that I'm going to learn along the way, then it, it makes things, in my opinion, a lot easier because we all are wrapped up in that feeling of this feels exciting. I want to do this. I've been pushed to do this. But it all lumps down to that fear of failure of having to come home with your tail tucked between your legs saying like, I went and traveled. I don't like it. Now I'm right back in the same spot. Here I am. What do I do now? And that kind of wallowing is that fear that's keeping you small. Yeah. And there's really no such thing as failure. And that sounds so corny, but it's so true. It's like, there's really no such thing as failure. You learn lessons in every single thing that you do. What's the ultimate failure is staying settled in something that you don't feel completely connected to or fulfilled by because you're too scared to make a move. So you just stay still. That to me is failure. At its most. A hundred percent. Because if you don't just take a chance, if you don't just say, I'm going to go for it, like that takes bravery. That takes courage. That takes you taking a huge step, right? And through that, there's so many lessons and so much growth that comes with that. But just staying still, I mean, that's one thing that I feel so grateful for that you and I connect so deeply on that we've always never ever agreed to settling even because even when it's just the easy route even when we're tired I mean we've been entrepreneurs for 10 years we started a lot of different side businesses starting with like you know uh circuit training like in-person circuit training in the San Francisco area at home workouts with clients health coaching grocery store tours yeah I mean we've always been entrepreneur we've always wanted to like take what we love and share it with other people and and we've always wanted to create a business out of that and we've had so many quote-unquote failures right but none of them were actually failures they were all let we learned so much of that process but we always just kept going we always were like hey you know this it's Wait, what's it gonna say? This or something no, better? Oh my, like, well, I keep losing my train of thought. But you were rolling. But I did want to say when you oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, <laughs> but that we always were like, even if it's not working out exactly as we thought, we're never willing to settle. We didn't want to settle. Settling to us was staying in healthcare for the rest of our lives and doing jobs that felt mundane and and you know, staying in one place and blah, blah, like we always knew that wasn't what we wanted. We'd already done that. And we knew that wasn't the life we personally wanted to live or that we felt lit up by or that we felt like passionate about and excited about. Like we always just wanted to like get out there in the world and make a huge impact. And so there was a couple of times I remember we were just kind of feeling frustrated. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like in a moment, just let's just be, let's just stay doing healthcare, whatever. I'm over it. I don't care. And like we gave ourselves a little bit to pout, but we would always come back and be like, I'm never settling in my life. That is the ultimate failure to settle for a life 
that you don't fully love. And that's not like some woo-woo crazy bullshit. Like that's the truth. We're all very capable and all very much in charge of the lives that we're living. And you can change anything. If you don't like it, you can change it. It may not always be easy, but we all have the power to change and create and live the lives we want to live. You're so right. And it's funny that the way that you put that language wise, it really brought me just kind of an emotional response of just like, even though I, I always felt at the moment when I was, you know, at Stanford telling everybody that I'm I'm leaving Stanford to go and, and do this fitness business and it is the, the next biggest thing and I found my key, my ticket out of the hospital and then to going to the next contract to say that we're, you know, completely hanging up and retiring and burning the scrubs and we're never coming back to the hospital because we're moving to Bali to explore our you know, our passion and we're taking our business to the next level, but then circling back and getting a contract like right after, you know, Asia feeling in a way of like, man, that feels like a failure, but ultimately deep down settling back into it was the failure. Literally knowing that, okay, we're just rerouting, right? We're just completely rerouting. This plan didn't work out for whatever reason. We weren't that passionate about it. We didn't have a clear direction, but it led to the next thing. And then we would start the next thing and we would tell people, they were like, what happened to the fitness business? Oh, well, we rerouted and now we found this and we're super excited about it and we found this avenue. That's literally the excitement and the failure would have been just hanging up the gloves. Yeah, and just being like, screw it. You know, you have to take a chance. You have to try things. It's okay to try things. It's okay to try things and it doesn't work out, right? Like life is meant to be mixed up and and shaken up and and doing different things. I mean, unless you're somebody who loves the just the monotony of the day to day and you stay at the same job for however long. And but I feel like most people that listen to this podcast, like they're not about that life. Mm -hmm. And we sure as hell aren't about that life. And so life is about trying things. We I like kudos like just honking our own horn for a second because using that as just inspiration of never being afraid to just try something. Who cares if you come back? Who cares if it doesn't work out? We tried and we learned and we grew and we took what we learned and we, and we went on to the next thing. So try something new. If you're, if you're wanting to try traveling, try it, just go for it. Like, you know, take, maybe you don't sell everything you own. Maybe you just, Take baby steps, you put some stuff in storage, you run a room from your mom, and you just go out and you give it a try. And if you love it, then you say, cool, like now I can sell everything and whatever, but just give it a try. Well, now it's, it's safe to try things. And there are so many options. And again, when something is that important to you, you can figure out a way. And we're sitting in 2021, people, not 2012. And I know that doesn't sound too far away, but it, literally things have exponentially grown in the resources that you can have that bigger safety net, whether it be Airbnb in your house. Like, you know, you got a four bedroom house, Airbnb, three bedrooms, and literally leave yours locked and go out on the road and you're making money, making your mortgage, and you're still tax, like yeah. in the tax uh, area to have your uh, tax home and go travel. There's just so many ways that, that you can go about it that it's a lot safer. If you really want this, you can go for it. And I do want to tell my story because I really liked it. And it was funny because when Kim came home and told me about traveling, we went in, threw the house up for sale, sold the house, went through all the money things. Never once was I like, 
we shouldn't do this. Never, 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 never. I was like, okay, we'll find a way to, to make the money. Oh, okay, so we'll just cash out our 401ks. We'll take the hit. But we need to travel because we'll make up that money on the road. I was so like gung-ho about this. It wasn't until the day that we were cleaning out our house and we were taking all of our stuff to storage and we had Kim's mom and her friend and I think some other people were there and they were like picking through our stuff to see what they wanted. That day it hit me. And we had literally, like I said, gone through selling the house, literally all the money things. We were had contracts lined up. We were ready to go. And it wasn't until somebody was like, I want your couch. I want your end table. I want this. I want that. That it hit me and I had a complete breakdown. And the fear of everybody taking my stuff to where I was going to leave. And if it didn't work out, I was going to have to come back and then like get all those things back. And that felt so difficult to me. But that was the way that I literally broke down. I went out into the garage. Kim came out and she was like, what's the deal? Because I kind of blew up a little bit of like, you can't take my stuff. And like, I just wanted to put it in storage. That way it was safe. And for some reason, that's what triggered. And it. I just remember that feeling. And then Kim coming into the garage and saying like, what's up? Like, what's going on? And I said, I'm sorry. I'm just scared. Like, I'm nervous. I don't know what this is going to be like. I don't, I don't know what, like, what are we doing? And we had a long talk and we did. We came back to the thing of this is the next step for us. This is what we need to do, whether it works or not. We can always get our stuff back. It's my mom that's taking our couch, not some random person. We could get it back if we needed it. Everything is okay. Let's just keep going and stay in that in that trust that we know that this is the next right action. Well, and I, it's okay. It's it's totally okay to have little breakdowns when you're doing something big like that, right? Like it's all okay. You pro- it's not just like oh we decided to travel and like woo. Like it's just rainbows and butterflies and happy, joy, joy. Of course, there's a lot of that because it was exciting in a lot of ways, but it's okay to have moments of uncertainty or questioning yourself or, hey, let me check back in. Is this what I, are we sure about this? And you were triggered and it brought up stuff and you were just like, holy shit. Like, I think it became real of like, this is, this is everything we've known for the last five years of our lives. And it's just like we're we're getting rid of all of it mm-hmm. like we went big right like we yeah. went big we always go big we always go all in we're like i feel like it's full. easier that way yeah we're just like burn the boats and let's fucking do it <laughs> like we're so extra but in that moment it was like oh my gosh no like what are we doing but then it always like you said it comes back to just that it was a gut check are you sure about this because it's not too late it's never too late you are you sure and and in the end obviously we knew that we still wanted to do it but it's also okay to have moments where you're questioning yourself but just give yourself that space to check in and say okay is this just me kind of looking around and you're blowing up your life basically and you're you know like that that's a lot it it is it is and so yeah it's okay if you have moments like that you can talk to people like us or other people you know that are travelers and kind of get that um reconnection yeah, and that, not affirmation, but like... I mean, in a way. Reassurance. Reassurance. Yeah. So anyways, I think that's kind of just like the vibe what we want to talk about is, you know, it's okay to try new things. And life is not meant to be lived still in one place. I see so many people around that just 
are are settled in lives that yeah they're all right but like do you really just want like to live a life that eh, it's fine it's all right or do you want to go after your dream life and try something new and put yourself out there and just like go on an adventure and see where it leads you and see where it takes you i mean to me that's what excites me mm-hmm. not just kind of going through the rigmarole of well this job's safe and i like like the people i work with and i make good money so i think it's a it, you know And some people do feel that way and that's okay. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not one of them. Right. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? You probably have that fire within you where you're like, ooh, you know, you're kind of looking, you're cruising for for a snack. And I and I do I, I do feel that it is whatever your mindset is, right? If if you're locked into this is a big mistake, this is awful, this is this is gonna be bad, I'm making the wrong decisions, then especially with the social media age. You're going to be attracted to the people that have bad experiences on the road. If you stay in that positive of like, I'm nervous, I'm scared, I'm fearful, but I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about what could be and what is out there for me. And you'll be attracted to the people that have their lives have changed. You're attracted to this podcast because traveling changed our lives. It literally did. That's why it's, it's been, you know, in route travel, the power of travel podcast. It's been travsessed, obsessed with all things travel, everything is about travel because the minute we took that step nine years ago, August 31st, 2012, was literally the day our lives changed mm-hmm. for the better. Yeah. I That day is a holiday to yeah. me and it happens to be my nephew's birthday, Oh yeah, which is cool. So. so quit the job, bro. Like if you're thinking about it, sit down, write your list, say fuck it if you have a lot of cons, listen to the gut. Go get traveler school. Go get traveler school. And we'll help push you out the door. And tell your tell your job because that once you tell the once you tell the people it becomes very real and then things just kind of start to snowball in a good yep. way. So go for it if you if you ever or I say go for it like if if you had that feeling. I guess that's what I cuz not everybody should travel. So I think you have to no, and I mean, again, like the, the resources too of just like having traveler school, having a company like Nomadicare, that the recruiters and they're going to guide you in the right direction, having them like watch your back and, and, and lead you and know that there are jobs out there for you, right? That's another thing. Are there jobs? Is there enough jobs to keep me going? There are. This is a great market right now. So you really don't have anything holding you back other than yourself. Mm-hmm. And we're here. If you need reassurance, if you want to pick our brains and just be, you know, whatever questions you have, like, this is why we're here. This is why we do this, right? So that we can share what we've learned over the nine years and give other people permission and allow other people to feel supported and guided and excited about their journey that they're going to take as travelers. And so that's why we're here. So feel free to reach out to us. You can DM us at Kim and Aaron G. And we're here to support you guys. We will, we're going to tell you to go. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not true. I've told, I've told some people not to do it just because I like going back and forth. I was like, eh, maybe this isn't the right thing for you. But if you feel in your heart, if you feel called to this life, and you want to explore it, we are, will be your biggest advocates and support system to help set you up for success if this is the right
the right path for you. And if yep. you're listening to this, it probably is. 100%. All right. Good now way to go end eat. it. Yeah. We got uh, friends at the at the door. Oh, my God. We have little kitties here that Aaron, Aaron's like the cat whisperer. They, well, like, it's they're part, like, Daddy. It's literally Daddy. the condo that we're staying in. That's our requirement is to feed these cats. But they're wild cats that have been captured and spaded. And literally, they just come and peek in our door like a drive through And they're like, you know, any time of day. They're always like, feed me. For their daddy. Yeah. For a so snack. I have to feed myself and feed the cats. And feed so, me. And, I'm hungry. And, and you, obviously. You have to take care of all of us, daddy. I do. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, right. we hope you got something out of that. Again, if you, you know, feel a certain way. See you next Tuesday. See, okay. I, I'm being, my producer's wrapping <laughs> like, me up. They're in my ear. Wrap like, it up. Okay, Our minute's goodbye. over. Gotta go. We've said the same thing 20 times. Bye. Bye.